0: Thank you for showing up in the place where we come together and sit in circle and share the stories that inspire us. Get ready to enjoy this next powerful journey outdoors in nature. My name is Tegan, the host of this podcast, and today you've clicked on one that's a little bit different to the others. So usually this podcast, Powerful Journeys Outdoors in Nature, I get people to come in and tell us a story of a powerful journey that they've had um, outdoors in nature, just to kind of like inspire and to encourage uh, and just to just to share our stories with each other. So, you know, it's so powerful when we come together in stories and share parts about ourselves and listen to other people's experiences because we can learn things from them. So that's usually what the podcast is about. But today I've gone a little bit rogue um, and I'm sitting here with Gemma. Hi. (laughs) You may have heard her before. Uh, She's not only been on the podcast, but she has been like a...
1: Host. A host.
0: (laughs) It's pretty much the pinnacle of her podcast career so far. So... But today I wanted to talk about like the tips to adventuring. Like some people aren't so experienced in getting outdoors or some people find it really hard to prioritize the time or to basically just get out there to have those moments where you're like, holy shit, this is so amazing and I'm so proud of myself and this is such a unique experience because sometimes we just say how these things happen so easily. Like Jordan, I was just speaking to her and she was like, she just surfs and that's so easy for her or when we had... Um, Anna who was just in the Grand Canyon paddling or when we had Gemma on the mighty Madawaska River. Like, there are all these like big adventures, but how does sometimes you get from from, you know, your house and your backyard to doing these big things? So, on that note <laughs> Yeah, so I guess that idea of what what does it take? Like what is the process of getting outside sometimes? What is, I guess it probably acknowledging them, what are the things that hold people back? What holds you back mm-hmm. from having an adventure, Gemma?
1: It's a good question. What holds me back from having an adventure? Um, the man. The man holds me back. <laughs> We're not being sexist <laughs> on this podcast, Gemma. Uh, no, but I think it's that daily pressure that people feel. Mm. So, um, yeah, finding time to take off your off work or your daily routine or your regular your regular tasks that need to be done. Yeah. I think that's probably the biggest factor that stops me from adventuring all the time. Um Yeah, and I was thinking about like what is like one of the keys to adventure and I would say that's change. Like I think Ooh. that change is a key to adventure and so it's when people are looking for some change in their life, or maybe they're looking for a change in the routine that they're currently doing, um, and they want to spark some new light in their life, really, like maybe that's, yeah, yeah they're craving something that's scary, or maybe they're craving something that is um, exciting, whatever the challenge the to challenge themselves, yeah, yeah, whatever that feeling might be, I really feel like that comes from change, like a desire okay. for change,
0: Great, let's go with that. Let's yeah. scrap all my ideas. It's no. <laughs> so you think that you've noticed in yourself that you, like, you're like, I really want to go out and have an adventure. I want to go explore somewhere new. It's because actually there's a change wanting to happen within you. Yeah. And you kind of use going out in nature to help propel that change. into Yeah, or to even, like,
1: spark the
0: start of it.
1: Mm. I also read this thing the other day. Yeah. Um, that said adventure is a privilege. And I really quite liked that. Like, I think that it's actually a really good mindset to have because it is a privilege, really. Like, some people don't exactly live in a world where they can just go on an adventure wherever they like. Yeah. Or whenever they like. Um, And I think for us being in a first world country and being quite, you know... Well off and having to apply for leave, you know, like that is a a privilege that that we can plan these adventures and we do have access Mm. to all of the gear that we need and the places that we want to go and be able to buy the permits to go there and all those things. Yeah, that to me is kind of how I interpret that. Adventure is a privilege. What do you think? But we get
0: so used to it, right? Like, it's, like, almost a part of our yeah. date. Like, that's our first world problem, right? Yeah. Is that, like, oh, no, I've got to take time off my job and spend some of the, all the, the money that I make. Yeah. Ooh, there was just thunder. <laughs> <laughs> There's just a storm coming over at the moment. Um, I think and I, then... it, it occurred to me the
1: other day, I, was, I read this article, and then I, that afternoon, I finished work, and we decided to go for a canoe on the lake, mm-hmm. just down the road, and As we were canoeing with Django, I thought, actually, yeah, this is a privilege. Like, I could have had kids at home or, you know, shopping to do... There's a whole list of things that I could have had to do, but I didn't. And so I got to indulge in that privilege Mm -hmm. that I could just go adventuring. Yeah. Yeah. And spend my evening paddling around a lake. Like, how lovely is that?
0: Yeah, it was pretty lovely. Yeah. (laughs) Because we live in such a lovely place. But so it's like that... It's almost like that privilege, though, that people have to take. Like, it's like, mm. you don't... If I go, hey, Gemma... Well, I don't know if this is a good metaphor for you, but it would be for me. <laughs> There's a Ferrari out the front. Like, you can have it for the day. Like, you can use it. Mm-hmm. And me just being like, nah, I'll just walk to the shops today. Like, because <laughs> like, walking... never going to do Because <laughs> walking to the shops is really good. But, yeah. like, if I have the privilege of being able to drive an, a ridiculously fast car, like... I'm I'm gonna Just do that. that. <laughs> I'm gonna what would be your example, I wonder? Mm. Or maybe if I gave you like a pass to a voucher, I gave you a voucher to a restaurant. Oh yeah. And I'm like, well, Jimmy, you could cook dinner or you could go to one of these like favourite restaurants that's yeah. like has amazing Italian food and you can get them to cook it for you. Yeah. Like I'm
1: gonna take that voucher. Like, yeah, going
0: out in nature <laughs> is such a privilege, but we still still stu- still do have the option of saying no, no. which is what people yeah. do all the time. Like, to prioritize it is actually kind of Challenging, yeah, right. Because we, I guess, we're set up in the system where it's like you have your work, and then you have other commitments and other ties. And to take like two, three, four, five two weeks, you know, yeah, days or weeks off, actually feels like really challenging, mm. mm-hmm. which is kind of gnarly. Well. But- Because it's like, even people taking leave, it's like, you'll still get paid. And it's not like people don't really go anywhere. And, like, someone will look after your dog. Like, I feel like sometimes they're even just excuses. Mm. Oh, I feel like I'm going to get cheeky here. I feel like they're excuses sometimes.
1: Okay, so then let's work out what are the challenges that people are facing then that stops them from doing it. Yeah. Because I think if you're wanting to do more adventures, but it's... There's hurdles for you to get yeah. over, right? It's a nice term, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that You're going to look for the hurdles, potentially. You're going to look for the hurdles that will stop you from actually being able to have that adventure. Yep. Um, and so I think some of those hurdles might be is that people don't really feel confident in knowing what to do. Yep out in nature. Yeah. And so that can seem really scary and that's why all of these tour companies and stuff exist, yeah. because then you can sign up with someone and you don't have to worry about working it out yourself. Mm-hmm. Um but the thing that I think gets you over those hurdles more and more often is that if you if you have these adventures and you have felt that experience of how good it is and Mm. the reward you felt the reward multiple Mm. times then that's easier to remember than if you've had like one camping trip last christmas and that was great but now it's this christmas and you've that's a year in between so it's like there's micro
0: adventures yeah like it's like we need to have because it's almost like we're addicted to like our day-to-day it's like mm. we're addicted to it, right? So to bring us off that day-to-day, when you're addicted to something, you kind of have to because show, you like... you know what
1: it's like. Yeah, because you, so you know what it's know like. What it's very safe, trusting. Yeah.
0: You know that cycle, it kind of might distract you however you need it to or meet other needs. Mm. But you know, like, when you're addicted to, say, like, sugar, you know so many people go, you go with that one day without it, and then you're like... There's those moments where you're like, ah, this is so hard. But then Mm. at the end you feel that goodness and you're like, oh, but my body feels so good and Mm. this is so nice. So next time I get offered cake, I actually remember how good it feels at the end. To eat the cake. <laughs> no, no, to not eat the cake for example yeah. like in that situation if you're trying to limit sugar or something yeah. like yeah. you might have something else instead but to so to solidify how good it feels at the end mm-hmm. so then to do that by having those micro adventures so like you kind of mm. explained like going onto the lake like that literally is a lot like a 10 minute drive for us five minutes one minute it's like a one minute drive for us (laughs) down to the lake and then sure it's a little bit annoying you've got to get the boat on and stuff but it's like boom you're there and you spent what half an hour an hour there
1: well and i think also so many adventures are that type b fun so type a fun is obviously Mm. like this is awesome when you're doing it right now and then like eating the eating food like that yeah that that chocolate cake tastes really good when you're in your face yeah whereas type b fun is um you look back at it later and you go, you know what? That was really hard, but actually I mm. had a really great time. Mm-hmm. Or there was some tricky bits, but actually overall I had a really great time. Mm. And so I think it's like building this memory bank in your head so that you mm. can... Or how good you feel good when good, you're actually yeah. out there. So you can tap into that feeling when you're preparing Yeah. Um, and know that that planning it, taking the time off, like overcoming those hurdles yeah. is going to be worth it.
0: Yeah, because you're not exactly just going to jump into doing the Camino, are you? Like, if you haven't, like, gone for a a walk into your local park or Mm. then spent the day in a national park or, you know, built those little things and then you've got your favorite shoes that you like walking in and, Mm. you know, it's like you're building little bits of confidence, I guess, not only in yourself, but then how you can assess situations, how Mm -hmm. you are in those situations and, like, even the time management side and also, like, prioritizing it. Like, I took Mm. the gamble today to prioritize going into Binnaburra National Park to go for a hike, and it felt really good, and it rippled through the rest of my week. Like, Mm. I made that choice, this is the outcome. Like, it's like trusting what feels good, even if it is that type 2 or B, whatever you call it, the fun, where it's like, sure, I had to... I had to leave kind of early in the morning and I had to pack lunch for the whole day and I had to tell my friends I can't go to lunch with them, yeah. but I still had that amazing mm. experience at the end. Well,
1: and I think that also comes back to the fact that I said the key to adventure is change because mm. how, how mm. often is like change the thing that you're craving so much and that's what keeps propelling you to mm. then be like, okay, fine, I'm just going to do something differently, right? Mm. So if that desire for change is strong enough, then that's what's going to push it over the line to go and have an adventure.
0: Is that funny? That's like, and usually what propels change is being uncomfortable. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, I feel so uncomfortable. Oh, but you're going to
1: be uncomfortable when you go camping anyway, potentially. <laughs> yeah,
0: you will. You will, in a certain kind of so, great kind of way. In fact, you're
1: leaving one discomfort
0: <laughs> for a type two discomfort. Does that make a sense? So that need for change, and I'm trying to think of the other people that I've seen do that, or be like, I want to make a change, I want to do this, like, often it is tricky, even even myself, like, I notice that, like, I'm like, I want to go out, I really need to go out and spend more days out in nature, Mm. and it's like, I have to... Like,
1: multiple days in a row? Yeah, like, I have
0: to get my shit together, like, I Mm. have to, like, I have to pack my bags, I have to make the plan, like, and I guess there is quite a bit involved sometimes, and it can kind of feel daunting, it's like, you know... Well, one, do you find other people to go with? So then trying to work out a time that works for mm-hmm. the both of you. The second one being like, do you actually know where you're going and what you're doing? So if you're going on a hike, do you have maps for it? Mm. Um, Or if you're going paddling, do you have the gear for it? Or where could you get it? And then it's like getting there. like So yeah. getting all that stuff, actually getting there, making sure you have all the food you need, all the water supplies you need, all the emergency gear you need. Like, mm-hmm. It is kind of... That's what blows me away, actually, sometimes, especially with paddling, the amount of prep for Mm. it, to get your boats ready, to get your food ready, to get yourself ready, to get to the location, which is usually, what, like, four hours away, like, towing a trailer, like, and then you kind of unpack everything, and then Mm. you get shuffled, and then you kind of think, and you're like, boom, you're in that boat, and you're like, (sighs) (sighs) but it's, it's so, it's worth it.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think that that's the big message, isn't it, is that it's worth it. And when you listen to all of the previous podcasts and and different people's experiences, it's like Corey was just saying that as soon as he got to the place he was going to be working and everyone was in their ripped shirts and he was looking around going, hang on a minute, you all look like homeless people, he had that initial feeling of, what have I done? Yes. Yeah, but ultimately, like, everyone's experience is so worth it, even with all the hurdles they've Mm. had either to get there or during the trip. That's what makes it into an adventure. Mm. Like, really, if you think about what defines an adventure, it's not like, oh, we had this really smooth sailing experience and nothing went wrong. Like, the adventures are the ones that have the stories behind them.
0: And that's usually from some... form of adversity right mm-hmm. it's kind of like i went on this really lovely hike and it was really nice the whole day and that was it's those hikes where it's like oh my gosh i started piercing down rain mm. halfway through and there were leeches everywhere and i was like going crazy and then i forgot i only brought one muesli bar and like <laughs> you know and just, but there it's almost because we rise to the challenge yeah. right it's almost like that change because it's like i needed to learn something new about myself i needed mm. to embody a different part of myself yeah And to have that, we have to take ourselves out of our comfort zone, out of our routine, out of our regular Mm -hmm. addictions, and put ourselves in somewhere that is different. And it's almost like it's meant to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, even planning it. Like, if you don't know what you're doing and you feel uncomfortable or silly, you're exactly where you're meant to be. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think it brings that kind of variety to people's life and to my life. That's why I enjoy it, is that it brings variety to what you're doing. Mm. You know, like, you have challenges... At work, and you might be doing a very hard Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but it's a different challenge. It's a it's there's variety in the challenge that you're facing, and mm. you have to use different parts of your brain and different parts of your body. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what's so great about it because variety is the spice of life, mm. they say.
0: Okay then, what about so my next excuse <laughs> money. Money. What do you do with money? I don't have enough money to do that. I don't have enough money to buy a MacPack bag. I don't have enough... Mm. It's
1: a really great topic that you bring up there, Tegan. Is it? <laughs> well, yeah, because I think that people... People think that you need to have the top-of-the-line gear yeah. to go out into nature. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm famous for the saying, but my shoes are brand new.
0: That's true, you do say that when they're yeah. like 14 years old. Exactly. And you're like, I'm not ready, didn't you get new ones? These <laughs> exactly. ones are brand new. That's right.
1: So I think that, like, probably, actually, we're both testament to the fact that you don't need brand new gear and top-of-the-line gear to actually go out there um, and go adventuring. So, for example, Tegan did a very long bike ride. How, would, how long would that have been? <laughs> it was like... It was like, multiple...
0: like 2,000 k's. Yeah, there yep. you
1: go, really long. And this was on a bike that she got given... By her friends as an A?
0: it was twenty first twenty first birthday present.
1: So you we were talking like a towny no. kind of yeah. It was twenty retro bike.
0: Yeah, it had seven gears cruiser, yeah. seven cruiser. gear cruiser bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And she rode two thousand k's on it, like on all terrain. Yeah, not just not just the <laughs> paved roads. No, and
0: no, s- no. I went rogue and like literally <laughs> instead of having like pompanes, is it Pomponés? pompanies?
1: No. No, aren't they The called? bags at the back? I don't think it's pambaneers, though. Paneers. Paneers. Paneers.
0: Instead of having paneers that clipped on properly, I literally went to the op shop, got two old suitcases, somehow strapped them together, and put them like a saddle bag over my, the back Perfect. of my thing. And it's, this is the yeah. thing,
1: right? Like, this also adds to the adventure. Is Creativeness. That being creative? Yeah. And so, op shops, great yeah. place to get gear, because surprisingly little hint for everyone but don't have everyone go out there and get all the good stuff oh, but so there's so true. much there's so much gear in op shops because people go on one or two trips yeah and they get the quick-dry clothes, or they go on school camp once, and then they don't need it anymore, and so they take it to an op shop.
0: I love that, because I think most of my gear I've gotten from op yep. shops. Like, as far as, like, especially the clothing goes, mm. like, just keep an eye out for your map yep. your north faces. You know what kind of brand you're looking for? And when you see it, jump on it. Yeah, and
1: even if you don't know when you're going to use it, get yes. it anyway. Yeah. My second my second point with getting over the money hurdle yep. is um, borrowing from people. Oh. So true. There are so many people who have the gear sitting in the garage and they use it once a year, for like example. Like ski gear.
0: Ski gear, exactly. It's like I'm going skiing. Do yeah.
1: you have... So, like, if you move towards this whole share economy kind of mentality mm. and ask around, ask your friends, ask your family, people have gear and I think that that really does help people in overcoming that money hurdle. You don't need to get it all yourself. It's and fine. I reckon
0: those same people who have that gear will understand if the gear gets broken. Yes. You know, it's like they're the kind of the same kind of people who know that you'll replace it if you need to, but yeah, no, like they've been there, they've done that, they've borrowed stuff before. It's like that kind of mentality. Exactly. But yes, borrowing that's borrowing. a good tip.
1: So that's the that's the top tips, I reckon, is that you don't need the top of the line. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to be brand new mm-hmm. and you can borrow it from people or you can go to op shops and get it. Mhm. Um, and then I had another point as well that I was going to make about it.
0: Um, I reckon as well, yeah. like, you know, with like cost wise, like really it doesn't cost, I mean, you pay what, how much to say in a hotel? 150 well, bucks a night? Exactly. Pretty minimum-ish? I mean, yeah. minimum <laughs> I reckon, like, even if you're doing one of the more expensive sports, even like skiing, I mean like ski. Mm. but even if you go cross-country skiing or something like, like, Hiring the gear because yeah. if you're camping anyway, your camping's what like pittance usually. Mm. Or if you're paddling, you're paddling on the side of the river. Or if you're hiking, you're usually in a national park, and it's like really, if you look at how much the whole thing costs, I reckon it's on the lower end. Yeah. Of things. Yeah.
1: Um, another thing that I was just thinking is mm. um, if you are wanting to do like a big adventure, something epic, and you want to like raise money or or you know paddle from here to here to raise money or Mm -hmm. awareness about a topic sponsorship is a huge um, thing that I think could be tapped into more yeah yeah I think there's a lot of companies out there who are willing to sponsor people who are doing good things so that's also another avenue to help Mm. get you out there on your adventure because I think a lot of people have good ideas of what they want to do Mm. um but yeah there's there's a number of hurdles that they come to I was, just gonna,
0: <laughs> I was just going to add because I mean, when we did the Bicentennial National Trail, yeah. um, like we asked for sponsorship for a few people from a few people and yeah. I mean and from that we got sponsored by snow gum and they gave us like raincoats and shoes yep. mountain bread oh yep. my gosh mountain bread gave us so much free mountain bread mm-hmm. and the I am now so addicted to mountain bread and it's mm-hmm. pretty much my go to yeah. when I go out because you can buy organic ones and yeah it's Australian and yep. all of that this podcast has been sponsored, yeah, sponsored by, by mountain, mountain bread <laughs> by, I totally would if mountain bread if yeah I would <laughs> totally love that sponsorship uh, but even like those smaller kind of companies where it was like insect repellent or whatever like if you align with the things you want and genuinely tell them your story Mm. they'll usually at least throw a couple of things your way that helps and it's it's even that mentality of like hey they're on board with you like they want to support you which is really cool
1: yeah and then I think another part of it like if you um, are wanting to do more adventures say like whitewater paddling or mountain biking and it requires you to have expensive gear like a bike or a a boat Um, it's a good avenue to building community right Mm. if you find people who are already doing these things then there's the potential they might have spare boats or know someone who's got a boat that they might not be using Mm. for that trip how do I
0: find these people though Gemma it's
1: a great question Networking is the (sighs) number one (laughs) way to... Well, I mean, by networking, I mean just go out and talking to people. Yeah. And if you're talking about something that you're passionate about or if you're wanting to start doing something, your vibe attracts your tribe, Tegan. Yeah. (laughs) But that's what it's about, right? Like, talking about what you want will then draw people towards you who are also, um, like, in that... Mm. Energy sphere. I think
0: it's the hardest bit as well. It's the beginning bits mm. to me that are the hardest bit. It's like it's like rocking up at that walking group, or it's like turning yeah. up at a paddling course, So it's like those those first bits to me. I think are challenging because it's like yes, you're meeting new people and it's all that, but it's mm. like you're prioritizing yourself mm. and and what it is you like doing. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's really scary. So I reckon like that's actually. If it feels really scary, once again, you're on track. Like you're putting yourself out there and you're following it and trust that, you know, at least you're gathering more information to if there's a sport you even like. Mm. You know, because you could, by trying something little, you then know you don't need to go to Peru, like book a trip to Peru and go paddling <laughs> for 30 days if yeah. you go paddling for one day and you're like, actually, this isn't for me. Like,
1: but that's right.
0: Be grateful for the learning. But yeah, there are groups out there well, yeah, Facebook like groups, meetup up groups. groups yeah. Have you ever done that?
1: Um,. Oh yeah, so at uni there was a um, outdoor club, mm. I did a couple of things with them. But then I also did one of those meet up walking groups, I think. Oh yeah, once. yeah, and that was pretty cool. And it's just like every every single person who has going there has also been yeah. scared at one point in time yeah. about doing it. So I think that it's about remembering that as
0: well. Peeps who usually like to like connect in nature peeps the peeps and hoes (laughs) that love to connect in nature are usually those really encouraging people exactly don't you reckon yeah absolutely yeah
1: yeah it's definitely a welcoming welcoming crowd
0: and they also like because i went canyoning for the first time last year and never done it before not particularly a big rock climber like Mm. i just kind of tagged along someone was just like hey do you want to come and i was Mm -hmm. like hey sure and i know nothing about it but that Like, it was kind of scary, and I had to prioritize, like, a good week or two to do mm. it. But even that... Even, like, if I didn't get along with all of them, like... Not not they didn't get along with them. Even if I wasn't best friends with all of them mm. at the end of the trip, there was almost this connection that was made from, like, we had each other's backs. Mm. Which was really nice. Like, they would just looked out for you, and that kind of sense of safety, and that community where... Yeah, it was really it was a a really unique experience even in its own way. Not yeah. just the canyoning, but how people come together and mm-hmm. yeah, support each other when we're outdoors. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, and that's that's the whole key to adventure, isn't it? Yeah. Is that it brings those experiences for you.
0: Yeah. Shared yeah. experiences. Okay. So money. I feel like I feel like I covered that experience yeah. pretty well.
1: So like the, the current hurdles that we've covered, what have we talked about? Money, then there's time. Yeah. And I
0: think with time you've just got to prioritize it. Yeah. You've just got to kind of be like if nothing changes nothing's going to change. Exactly. You know, so you well, kind of just drive... got to allocate it.
1: Yeah. And the drive for change and variety gets stronger and stronger and stronger yeah. until you actually do it.
0: So it's just ask yourself. Ask yourself this as you drive along in the car or sit there at your office desk. Be like, how much more uncomfortable do you need to become before you make a different choice? <laughs>
1: before you put the backpack on
0: yeah. or pick up the paddle. <laughs> exactly. Because you know you want to do it, right? Yeah. You know, there's this driving force within you, this innate kind of curiosity or... Mm. Just something that's yearning to have this kind of adventure or to have a different experience. And you're not going to have that. Wherever you're sitting now, you're just not going to have it. <laughs> so, like, just give it a go. Mm. Like, at least try. And if that, if you didn't like it at the end, then at least you would have, like, hopefully you know. high-fived yourself for being like, you know what? At least I honoured and I tried it. Yeah. I think we have the funniest relationship with learning mm. and trying.
1: Well, and adult learning yeah well. but someone once said that i can't remember who. Yeah, 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 yeah. someone, someone once, said, once said that if adults were if you had to learn to walk as an adult <laughs> none of us would be walking because we'd all fall over and be like oh, no it's too hard no that's I can't not walk. I walking can't walking's not for me it's stupid no, i don't even want to do yeah, it anyway no, it's not for me
0: that's so right? true yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's like we cut each we cut ourselves down. Because at mm-hmm. some point when we were younger, we tried something, we were made a fool of, or got laughed at, and it was mm. like I don't want to do that anymore. But you're constantly learning. We're well, constantly learning.
1: And we're also now filled with all of this like shame of what if I do it wrong and
0: yeah, even that's an excuse. Oh
1: no, absolutely. There is no wrong.
0: I know. Yeah. just... <laughs> just like I've got no time for this anymore. But like you're not going to do it wrong and the thing is But you is, have to
1: cast your mind back to when you used to think
0: otherwise. Totally. And yeah. for that I say that usually if you think that you're afraid of other people thinking that you're doing the wrong thing or if someone does tell you you did yeah. the wrong thing, it's actually cuz you're just mirroring to them something that they want to try. Well,
1: and also everybody everyone is thinking the same thing. Yeah, Everyone is too busy worrying about themselves to <laughs> <So laughs> so actually worry about you. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I just think of those times that, you know, when you share something vulnerable, like mm. or when you show a side of vulnerability in yourself, that it usually brings people closer. Yeah. Like, you know, if you're on the side of a mountain and you're scared and you need to go to the toilet and you don't want to take your pack off and, you yeah. know, like you're just like, I'm so out of my comfort zone right now. Mm. People, they're really not going to stop laughing point at you. No. They're going to be like, how can I help? How can I do this? Let me wee next to you. Like, we'll hold hands. <laughs> we'll do, you know, we'll make a, a shape. I think it's really... I've just noticed that vulnerability is actually really empowering and it's really connecting. Yeah. So well, don't use that as an excuse either. Exactly. Because it actually does the reverse of what you think it's going to do. That's what Brene Brown has
1: been trying to tell
0: oh. us oh, all this time. What <laughs> would what she does for an adventure. Hmm. Hopefully she'll be on the next podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll ask her next time. <laughs> um, okay, so we've got time. We've mm-hmm. got money. Mm-hmm. What else?
1: Um, hurdles for adventure.
0: Yeah. yeah. Are there any other bigger ones?
1: Um, I feel like we talked about, like, the community side of it, too, like, getting people to actually come in and be part of it. Mm I think we touched on that, because that's often a hurdle. Who do I go with?
0: Um, What about how do I choose what to do? How do I choose what to do? You know, it's it's one of those first world problems again. It's like, I have so many options, and I have money and time now. How do I choose what to do? So true. Because some, but there's
1: some people who I've met who, yeah, have their annual leave, yeah, and they they work jobs where they have plenty of money, and yeah, it comes down to
0: that. Crippled by choice. Crippled by choice. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Once again, it's that thing. Just start somewhere. If there was no right or wrong, mm. just trust that the the choice that you make will give you an amazing experience mm-hmm. and from that experience you will learn you've got to like narrow it down mm. like just start doing anything and then be like oh i didn't I didn't enjoy that the way i thought that i might i yeah. i have more information for next time
1: well and it's like trying different foods you're not going to know whether you yeah. like it until you actually try it um but i would i would start by just like Looking at the broad spectrum of do I like to do I like being in or around water? Mm. Do I like mountains? Do I like hiking? Do I like carrying things, or do I prefer to propel them with my arms or my That's legs? It, yeah. You know, like kind of narrow it down with those.
0: Totally. Do sorts I want of to questions. be? How do I want walking? to use my body?
1: Yes. Yeah. So
0: it's almost like coming into your body. Take a bit deep so breath like with a, me. Yep. <sighs> <sighs> so we're gonna come into our body. Like, even when I say, okay, let's play this game with you. Yeah. Okay, so you come into your body. You've got to do the breath thing. Okay, you tell me which one of these lights your body up the most. Mountain. Water. Ice. Walking. Paddling. Okay, which one are those ones? Okay,
1: so ice was the one that I was like, ooh, ooh. And you know what? I think that links back to variety. Like, we don't have that much access to the snow
0: and... In... It hasn't snowed here in Cabo for the longest time. <laughs> since, Probably the since last Moses, Ice Age.
1: Moses played fullback for Jerusalem. That's the last time <laughs> it snowed here. Yes, you snuck one of both
0: in there, Gemma. Well done. <laughs> but, because you... <laughs> well, I mean, you just went to Antarctica. That's true, I That's... did. <laughs> uh, but I, I, there's been talk about doing a ski trip, right?
1: Yeah, it's definitely on the cards.
0: Oh no, because you went down there, you just did skiing we did, as well. Yeah, but so like you still a got some ice fever. A
1: bigger one is yeah. definitely. I think that that's probably why I got excited about it because it shows that variety.
0: Yeah. Because, you know? yeah, I mean, we've, we've been lucky enough to do like walks. You did the Uruguay mm. walk. Like... Well, and that feels easily accessible to me. Yeah. So it's like you're looking for a challenge that's out of your comfort zone. Mm. Sometimes people just want a challenge of like, I just really want to be in my element, I just want to be in nature, and I just Mm. want to take a couple of days. And then it's like, I've got my pack, I'll just put some food in there, like I'll... Well, do you think
1: that that shows the difference between holiday and adventure?
0: I just think what you want to get out of the adventure. Mm. I think, for example, like I would say I had an adventure uh, like a month ago where I did like a vision quest and Mm -hmm. I went into the Corumban Valley for a couple of days with like no food, just water, just my tent, and I just stayed within about a 10-meter radius for like 72 hours. Mm. So it's like with no distractions. That itself was an adventure, but I had a different intention. So my intention was more to stretch myself Weirdly, by taking all the distractions away and just Mm. see how present I guess I could become. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like, oh, I wonder if I can walk 32Ks in one day. Yeah. So I think that there's, but both are all kind of in nature.
1: Mm. Well, and they're all pushing yourself.
0: Okay, then let's apply our rules. With the ice, Mm -hmm. um, have you used the excuse of time? No, I don't think time's a hurdle for me. Okay. Money?
1: Yeah. Snow and ice are expensive.
0: See, okay. Adventures, yeah. So if you just refer back to earlier in the podcast, that's do you have anyone who can borrow some gear off? I do, actually. You do. Multiple people.
1: <laughs> 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 you know who you are.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, and then what was people
1: like people to go with? Plenty. Oh yeah, plenty people of people to go-, to go with that. Yeah, and yeah, being able to get gear, you can definitely pick it up easily. Yeah, I think you have to get yourself to the snow. Yeah, that's that's a cost that.
0: Would you be like New Zealand or Japan or I guess the Blue Mountains yeah, or Japan. Tassie? Japan, no, they don't really Japan. go skiing in Tassie. No, not skiing in Tassie. But, yeah. um. Japan Victoria. for the pow pow. pow, pow the pow. fresh pow pow. Fresh pow pow.
1: <sighs> Apparently, you can get like $9 ramen at the top of the mountain.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Mountain. Who this wouldn't is... want to do that?
0: Yeah, I want to do that. You spend $900 to get there for $9 ramen.
1: Well, yeah. And that's where the hurdle kicks in, isn't it? But I think what you need to do is then go, you know what? If I spend this money. I'm gonna get X, Y, Z outcomes from it and it will be enjoyable and I will have a really great time and I'll have all these um, great memories from the experience and I mm. might learn this or this about myself or you know, so it's yeah. that that's value in itself.
0: And it's like you're worth it. You're value. worth feeling good. Yeah. You know that feeling that you'll have when you're on a holiday? You're worth that. Mm. And that will propel you to feel better when you're at home and yeah. to live a life more that feels aligned like as opposed to like oh that's excessive going and doing something that I enjoy. Mm. Like well, that. How Go much? do something you enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz then you're in joy. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the whole point. Exactly. But I liked, though, that you... When even I said those words, we came into your body and I mm. said those words, and when you said your body reacted to ice, what did it do? It went... That's a sick drug. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. That's, and where would you say on a scale of zero to ten, ten being like, tapped in, zero being like, nom? Where would you say you are in body awareness?
1: Oh, I tapped in. I was like, what was the first thing that <laughs> <Sorry>. you said? <laughs>
0: I was like, is that top gear? <laughs> Sorry, no, tapped,
1: tapped in, in. Tapped in. Like, to... in line being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So, like, am I enlightened or not? Is that <laughs> Basically. Exactly not the uh, yeah, I'd say I'm up the end of tapped in. Like an eight? Oh, ten, ten
0: is tapped in. Ten is, like, really tapped. Ten is, like... A... Yeah, I'm going to go with eight. Okay. So, 8.5. that's quite an easy process <laughs> for you. Oh, yeah. Like, sure. asking your body what it is that lights you up or feels good yes okay cool yes i would say so have you always been there since
1: i was a young child
0: oh really no that was a question uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> like have you always as a... i think i
1: have been yeah but i've i think i have been but i haven't always been aware that i have been okay you know
0: does that make sense so you would just do stuff and react to stuff or be drawn in a certain direction but you wouldn't say and you have the like... awareness of like it was actually my body's reaction that drew me to that yeah yeah okay I Because okay. I, I just, just, we play the where do you feel it in your body game yeah. but like a lot of people, like that's like, They're not, it's not so, a thing. Yeah. So I just want to encourage you to work or do with you. Take a deep breath and mm. even play with those words and see which one your body kind of lights up. Yeah, And exactly. then even after that see how you react to that. Yeah. I use that, then that initial like, oh, I can't go do that. Mm. I can't go to Japan to do the pow pow. Like yeah. and eat the ramen on the top of the mountain and then go like, <laughs> oh, that's a story. Yeah. And then be like, is it the time? Is it the money? Is it the Community, like, yeah. just have well, awareness. Yeah, we even write
1: down the whole list of what other hurdles. Yeah, and then play a play a little game with yourself and be like, if they weren't a hurdle,
0: well, is this true? Yeah, who does that?
1: Exactly, it's another one. What could you? What, what does? What could you have instead?
0: Yeah, or is there a different way around it? Or mm. is there? Yeah, just have a look, just at least allow yourself to look at the process of being like, I think I'd like to go on an adventure Mm. and have a little fun with that whole game and that whole process of what would I, where would I like to go? What would Mm. I like to do? How could I make this happen? Like a hurdle, a hurdle isn't like a roadblock. It's just something that you get to like fly over. Like you get to fly (laughs) for that second, right? So it's almost like, how can I, how can I embrace a different state and get over this Mm. and learn something new (sighs) on the other side? And get some sweet air. Some sweet air. <laughs> yeah. Once again, and then let's, like, reward yourself of, like, mm. yeah, I, I did that and I figured it out and I, you know. Because all these, like, I don't think any adventure I've been on it has been, like, oh, this is easy peasy. I don't, I have enough yeah. time, I have enough money, I have enough community. Like, there's always been some form of hurdle, Yeah. whether it's there or not really. Like, even if I use the excuse of money, it's mm. like, well, no, I just have to save for this rainy day or this bill or whatever. <laughs> it's like... Even just trusting that, like I'll have that money when I need it. Mm. But and but this is really important. This is a part of life, mm-hmm. going in and exploring. It blows my mind that we have this whole world, and I there is no way I'm going to see it all. Yeah. And I'll probably be here for like a hundred years, like and I won't see it all. Mm. And not from it's not even from not being able to. It's almost just from a lack of not prioritizing it, mm. which isn't necessarily bad because I'll have lots of other experiences. But like it's it's we oh. like we have planes we have buses we have legs we have hands we have bikes like you know if you want to go do something like do it and the thing is even when you start saying it like you said Mm. like you're going to gravitate towards people who are also doing that stuff Mm. and then you just inspire each other more it's like you egg each other on Mm -hmm. what are you going to do what are you going to do when are you going can I come along like it's yeah yeah. Yeah. that's why I reckon the hardest bit at the beginning is to get the ball rolling absolutely Yeah. yeah any other keys to adventuring Hmm. I think we've now that I think as well and just be aware that I know when I have taking the risk and put myself in a new situation that the universe like loves to test us mm-hmm. and there, there will be that wave of oh shit what have I done or like do you really want this do you really want like, it just
1: before you leave yeah. something might happen
0: you know just before you quit your job that you actually hate you know you're like I'm going to quit my job and then you do it mm. and then you've got two weeks left and you're like actually it's not that bad glasses. yeah it's like <laughs> this I don't know why and I get that a lot when I go on holidays of like I live in such a beautiful place why yeah. would I even leave like I have to go to all this effort get to the airport and pack all my stuff and like yeah. and then I get to that place and I'm like that's right like I've got to remember that feeling mm-hmm. I have at the end to propel me through all this stuff because as a human like my relationships to change mm. is is more out of fear than love mm. could I say
1: well that's that's what they say is that the the guarantees in life is like what is it death death Taxes and change. <laughs> Something like that. It's like, change is going to happen no matter what you're doing, essentially, is what I'm getting at. Yeah, so create right? the change that yeah. you want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. yeah. Like, take charge of what the change is.
0: Yeah. And then avoid tax.
1: Because you can't take charge of your taxes, can you?
0: Can you? <laughs> wink, wink.
1: Coming up in the next podcast, yeah. financial tips with Tegan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a podcast I would never, ever, ever
1: have. <laughs> I feel like I need to
0: listen to that podcast.
1: That's true. Um... But yeah, I think taking control of the change is one of the key messages. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Mm.
0: Well, I feel like I've just, like I said, it was just like a little bit of inspiration, a little bit of like that pause between the stories of adventures that you hear on these podcasts. Just a little, just for us to pop in. We might be back. Maybe we'll have more tips. Who knows? Who knows? Um, until then have a listen to the other podcasts. I think we're up to about 13 now. I've pretty yeah. much tapped into everyone I know and have gone through them. <laughs> and now I'm starting to get new people though, who have been on new adventures. So I've lined up some interviews with people that I'm really excited about. So, nice. um, and if you like these things, like write a review or say, if you like it, like let us know, this could be a two way conversation, you know, <laughs> Like you could, you could let me know. Um, You should come up with something that, like, if people have listened to your podcast
1: in the street, they can, like, like, do a special signal to you, and you'll know that that means they'll listen to the podcast.
0: Journey Outdoors in Nature. It would have. Oh, they could
1: just, like, link their pinky fingers together, like, join. (gasps)
0: Oh, <gasps> because you've, you've joined. You joined the community. Oh, I wish you could see the visuals for this. So you know when you like close your f- hands in a fist and just release your pinkies, and then, and then oh, well, so you're doing a pinky together. promise. Pinky like when you do with someone else, you yeah. do a pinky promise, but you're doing a pinky promise to yourself. Yeah, because you've joined. Oh, I love that. To that. So and so it begins.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you've listened to a podcast, yeah, and you see Tegan around. Then. Yes. Is there a picture of you up on there? No.
0: Oh, there is on my podcast in my go. River Gear. Great. Um, you so can if you around,
1: then around. Um, socials. Then show her the little the the little join the join links. Oh my
0: god, that would make my whole life. <laughs> 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 Let's do that. The little linked thing. Um, so good. Oh, there's something else I was gonna say, but now I've forgotten, so now it doesn't matter. All gone. All gone. The end. Um, yeah, check out the other podcasts and. Also, have a great day. Thanks for listening. Okay, bye. Okay, bye-bye now.